slide, nowhere is female circumcision talked about in the Bible or practice. This is only talking about male circumcision. Okay? Let's open it. Right. So circumcision. If the first legal thing that God actually asks his people to do in the Bible. So you know we keep talking about the law. And the law is basically all the things that God asks you to kind of do and not do. The first one that's recorded in the Bible is circumcision, which is a bit strange when you think about it. So God appears to Abraham and he offers him a covenant. And basically a covenant is just like a legal agreement between two people. So like you might have a phone contract where the, you agree to pay a certain amount of money per month and they agree to give you a certain amount of data, right? So that, that's like a legal contract between two parties. And uh, whoever, you know, and yeah, you, that's, that's the sort of agreement. You both have to do that. You agree to do this and they agree to do that, okay? So God appears to Abraham three times and during these sort of three times he, he appears to him, he offers him all of these, all of these things.
And then here's another bit from Jeremiah. He says, To whom shall I speak and give warning that they may hear? Behold, their ears are uncircumcised. They cannot listen. Behold, the word of the Lord is for an object of scorn. They take no pleasure in it. So he stops from a penis to a heart to ears being circumcised. But what on earth, what on earth is this talking about? So whenever circumcision is talked about in the Bible, and that's a lot. <laughs> Actually, it's in the sense that being uncircumcised is being like closed off or hidden from God or separated from his love. And it, it kind of is used as a metaphor of like stubbornness and self-reliance. And actually the position of, of being hidden, hidden from God. Um, and willfully ignoring what he has to say to you is the condition we're born into. So circumcision is something that happens on the eighth day. You don't get a say in this. You're a baby boy born, born to a Jewish family. You know, you are. They take you and you get circumcised before you get, you know, before you get a buy into it. And actually, us born sort of like cut off from God. Um, that, that's all, what's happened to all of us. Um, and any parent will tell you that their child just comes up with all these inventive ways of naughtiness that they just never could have been taught, like lying about praying in the whole kitchen washing the cat when they've been specifically told not to. You, like, you don't teach your children to be naughty, they just are naturally naughty. And as we get older, we don't kind of grow out of this rebelliousness. And this is a problem. Because actually, even if we want to be accepted by God, to have a relationship with him, we can't because there's this kind of like foreskin getting in the way, which is like a really weird thing to think about. So, Enter Jesus, the Son of God. No, don't click and just <laughs> You are doing great. Um, so Jesus came to earth as a baby. Um, and like all good Jewish parents, Mary and Joseph took him to the temple on the eighth day to get him circumcised. So Jesus was circumcised. And so Jesus has this physical symbol of acceptance of the covenant between God and the Jewish people. So you might be wondering. Like, if, Je if Jesus himself was circumcised, why is Paul getting so annoyed at the Galatians wanting to get circumcised? You know, if Jesus was circumcised, But because, basically, it's also a symbol of the, like, ultimate circumcision that was required to, to overcome this problem of the human heart, of our heart. So this stubbornness of going our own way and trying to sort ourselves out and willfully ignoring God's offer that he gave us all these amazing things. Um, and this is how Paul explains it in the letter to the Colossians. So he says, in him, that's Jesus, you were circumcised with the circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of your flesh by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised faith in the powerful working of God who raised him from the dead. So circumcision is like personal and bloody and intimate because it represents the serious consequences of sin. And it represents like Jesus hanging naked and exposed from the cross. Um, he died, so dying there in shame as a sacrifice for us. And there's no need for Christians to be circumcised in the flesh anymore. Because Jesus' death has like cut off that part of us 
sacrificing Jesus and then choosing to also get physically circumcised. It's like the Galatians saying,
Son of God, who loved me and gave me. 